0: Welcome to the Experts Speak podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Experts Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I am Michael DeLon, and today I am here with Alejandra Santos. Who? Well, first of all, Alejandro, thank you for taking some time and being my guest on my podcast today.
1: Yeah, thank you for having me as your guest. I'm very excited for the conversation.
0: Well, you are so welcome. So, Alejandra is um, one of the founding partners of a of a company called Startup Tandem, and um, they're they're strategic, and I love that word, you'll learn more about that as we talk, but strategic management consultants um, helping Gen Z and millennials build successful businesses, and I i just love that whole idea, and I want to dive into that, and in, in what do you do, and who do you help, and all of that, but tell us, as we get started, how in the world did you get doing what you're doing today?
1: Yes, no, thank you, Michael, so I'm the only uh, founder of the company, Um, And I've been doing this for about 15 to 16 years, but I've been doing it in many different ways uh, with different industries. I started my career as a financial analyst at Lynch, and then I kind of moved my way into the entrepreneurship world about eight, nine years ago, working for internal employee or as a consultant myself. But it's because of the need. Entrepreneurship is like one of those industries that are really flourishing. People are making businesses more often than before. Um, But there's a lot of challenges that happen with, you know, small business owners. Gen C's is one of the generations that don't even want to go to school. They think like going to college is too expensive and it's not worth the cost. So therefore, that's why I created this company, Strategic and Operation Management Consulting, to help those generations, millennials and Gen C's, not only build a successful business, but more like, being able to build a business that is valuable that they can sell in the future for them to have a good long-term, you know, life.
0: Yeah. And that's great. And I love that. I love that perspective that you have because you and I both know, I mean, many, many startup companies fail. They just don't make it. And a lot of that's because well, nobody teaches this stuff, right? We have a great idea, but we don't understand the operations, the strategy, the the processes that are so vital in running a real business. And I love the idea that you can come along side an entrepreneur who has a vision and really help them lay a, a strong foundation with a good vision to say, let's help you build this thing. Talk about some of those those basic level, I guess, processes structures. When you start working with somebody, what's that, what's that look like? What are they struggling with? How do you come alongside of them to help them really build something that's strong that that will last?
1: So it's it's very interesting. So everybody obviously has a different uh, life cycle in their business, right? They could either be starting a business, having an idea, or it's more of a mature immature small business that it still runs as a startup. Startups are not only companies that are just coming out. Uh, it also can be a company that's been around for 15 years, but it still has – that very poor infrastructure or poor management or leadership that really doesn't know where to take it. Uh, so that, that's ex- the that meaning for me for a startup, right? That's why the company is called Startup tandem. But it really depends. So we help ind- entrepreneurs either create a go-to-market strategy and execute on that if they're actually coming into the market, understand if it's a product fit, if like they have a product, a consumer good, right? Understand if there is a product fit into the market or not, um, if that's the first level of interaction that we do for somebody that's coming up and starting a business, for somebody who already has a business, it is a different approach. It's really breaking down where the risk is, what the risk, what is, where does the risk lie? It's really breaking down, um, are they being efficient with operations, uh, and if not, where are those drivers that we need to really kind of like trim down the fat is what I say, you know, like one of the steps is trim down the fat and then kind of like rebuild from there. Um, so it, it really depends everything. Sometimes I work with as companies that are going bankrupt or not going bankrupt, but like are losing a lot of market share or sales. And I basically, uh, we break down exactly where the money's going, what can we do to keep some of the money, the cash flow, either like, you know, there's a lot of locations, like break it, like remove locations, uh, reduce overhead. Uh, and then you see if the sales are there, change the strategy from like a brick and mortar to e-commerce, uh, and see if the sales are are
0: there. Yeah. And, and you just, you just tapped on a lot of things that we could dive into much of it. But the, the one thing that I, that I was reading between the lines or listening between the lines is you have the skill set, and your company has that ability to come in and, dare I say, analyze a company fairly quickly because of your experience and see things many times an entrepreneur is not going to see. Is that fair?
1: Yeah, that is correct. Um, I I say I'm like the life. I mean, I have a lot of titles, right? But I always say I'm like just a founder life and so the, like the right hand, you know, uh, would you say the CEO, the CFO, like I said, coach, consultant, I have a lot of titles, but it's somebody that really, Kind of like runs in those challenges that they don't really see for themselves, and kind of like doing a framework of how to target those challenges, and kind you know goal setting, milestones, performance metrics, and see if we can turn around the ship for them.
0: Yeah, yeah, and and because of your expertise and in, in your your um, tenure in in doing this, you can probably. Peek into somebody's business or their financial sheets or whatever, and probably fairly quickly start spotting some things that we just don't even know what to look for. Does that does that happen? Yeah,
1: hundred percent. So we look a lot about trends, right? And we look at the and we do an industry research as well. For each uh, every company is different, every industry is different. There's some companies that are on failing industries, right? Declining industries. Uh, and there's some companies that are on you know trending new what's happening new industry so we look at that we look at benchmarks we look at benchmarks of public companies with employee sizes and we'll see exactly where those companies should be at and we will look at kind of like we do a trend analysis on those companies
0: mhm awesome what let's let's look at your um your clientele somebody who hasn't reached out to you yet but they probably should <laughs> What What's going on in them and what are they struggling with emotionally, business-wise? What's keeping them up at night? What are some of the big issues and problems that you see your, your prospects bringing to the table?
1: Well, everything is uh, very quantifiable challenges, right? I have no money in the bank. Sales are not trending up. Or maybe sales are trending up, but I don't know where my money is going. Um, those are... Kind of like the the problems that come to me, uh, but when I start you know peeling the onion, uh, we start seeing more things that are happening, right? Uh, there is not enough structure and personnel, or maybe uh, team members are not being you don't have a good team in place. Uh, you don't have, you're not a good leader. There so many you have too many locations. So those are the but those are the main problems people come to. Me. It's like oh I don't know where my money is going. Sales are not coming up, and I'm doing all this effort. Um, doing all this money on marketing spend, but it's not multiplying into revenue. Um, so those are, I mean, like, are you even quantifying your return on advertisement spend? Like, how do you even do that? I'm um, paying a lot of a marketing agency, like twenty five thousand dollars a month, but they're not really producing. So then, those are basically the challenges. But when you peel the onion, you see a lot more that's obviously driving those those problems
0: yeah and that that's so good, and I'm glad you you said that because so many business owners struggle with, yeah i I'm spending money on marketing or whatever, but it's not dropping to the bottom line and and they just aren't taught. they don't know how to look at a p and l or a balance sheet and and dive in and, oh, good golly, we don't even want to, right? because we're entrepreneurs we're we're visionaries, we want to go. That's why what you do is so very important is because you actually like all of that. <laughs> right and <laughs> so if you're listening to this and you're wondering where's the money going why am i working so hard but i'm not getting any further that would be a good reason to reach out and at least have a beginning conversation right but i you know i i always tell my wife who's my my bookkeeper i praise god for people like you and her because you are you're wired in a way that you like numbers and processes and organization and you can look and see what I don't see because we mm-hmm. look at life through a different lens which is a great thing we need each other and I love the the name of your company's tandem it's the logo is like this little tandem bike and I thought that is so cool because entrepreneurs like to ride unicycles we like yeah. to go by ourselves it's like, what a dumb thing to do. Have you ever tried to ride a unicycle? It's really hard. Ten, I
1: yeah. You know. I agree. No, thank you for saying that. I do have to say, you know, we not only look at the financials, but we do look at relationships with stakeholders as well, which is something that drives a lot of the operational efficiency of a company. So I have clients before that had a really monopolized relationship with suppliers, and that really drives a lot of the cost because they have this one relationship that the supplier basically owns the company, uh, you know, without owning the company, right? right. Um, so we look at all about the stakeholder relationships and we see exactly, uh, you know, if we can fix that, because so most of the time they have contracts and covenants in place that so we really can, there's really, really hard to turn that around. But if it's fixable, then we find a way to find new suppliers or new relationships or the client or the customer concentration as well. If there is a very small concentration but very big clients, that's a that's a whole different dynamic that we like to fix. Or if their business model really doesn't give them the revenue, you know, like you're hunting for clients or uh, every month rather than having that nice recurring revenue structure, then we, we try to find a way to create that for them. That way, they work
0: a little less. Yeah, and 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 all of those are doable. And as you were just saying, that talking about the relationships with stakeholders and things you have the ability to ask questions that business owners and entrepreneurs don't even know to ask. And that's one of the great values of working with, with somebody like you, right?
1: Yeah, and not only that, but I also do the dirty job for them. So, like, you know, <laughs> most people that own their company, they don't want to have bad relationships. But if you have, like, a, a third party and see things and, you know, Kind of like say, well, it's Alejandra was trying to do all of this, and I, you know, it's like this new strategy. Then the fall falls on me, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay yeah. being the bad person. So yeah, I I can also clean the dirty work. for
0: <laughs> Yeah, and and that's that's really important because we don't want to do it. Um, the, going back to uh, the challenges, no money sales. You know, where are sales, where's the money going? I think many entrepreneurs get caught in what I would call tactics. Meaning, I hired a marketing agency, and it's not working. So I need to go hire another one, or I need to run Facebook ads instead of LinkedIn it. And they forget about the importance of strategy, and that's mm-hmm. something that you bring to talk a little bit about the strategy aspect of of business and why that is so very important.
1: Yes, yeah, so that's why we do an in industry like you know this does a lot of research, right? Industry research, customer research what your preferences are, who your target market is. Um, It's really easy to just set up a Facebook ad, Google ad account and just like run that and, you know, pay the money. But if you don't really know who your customer is or how to communicate with them and how to do that messaging or how to even position themselves into their homes, that's a strategy component, then you're not going to get anywhere. You're really just spending money. Um, So that's a lot. A lot of people don't spend time on the research part. And we do that a lot. Industry analysis, like I said, competition landscape. We do a whole strength, weakness, SWOT analysis for them at a product level, at a service level, at a a company level. Uh, We understand exactly where the pitfalls are. Like I said, understand if it's a product market fit. So there's a whole like process involved. Just throwing a product at the market, for example, a consumer product, good, doesn't mean it's going to be successful. We have to first test if there's demand, if the actual customer clientele is there for that particular genre or, you know, um, spending habits, uh, whatever it is, is customer. If not, then maybe it's another customer that we need to target. And how do we target them? So that's the strategy part.
0: Yeah, and it's it's. Um interesting to me when i was on your website i really liked it because you you have a laid out process for people and i go to so many websites on Hunter that there's no process for the co- for the consumer to even look at to go what's my next step and we i tell people all the time you know it's it's like you're walking into a dark room that you've never been in before how comfortable are you well, not at all right that's why the importance of laying out a process having operational systems that back all that up But communicating that to your prospects so they start to feel better, it's part of strategy, it's part of marketing, it's part of operations, right? Yeah, so
1: having a good infrastructure is one of the things that I see that business owners struggle with a lot. Not only small businesses, but also big corporations, you would think that that's not the case, but... Yeah, the more the bigger the company is, the more bureaucratic it becomes. So it's really it's harder to implement new processes or even to change the current processes. Um, So an infrastructure is one of the things that people that people can. It's actually a risk uh, strategy that you take in there because Mm -hmm. you're minimizing the risk of the operations of the business.
0: Yeah, that's that's really good. I hadn't thought about it that way. And when you have a good infrastructure, you actually make it easier to to onboard new clients. Which helps increase revenue. And if you are taking care of the finances and you've got great solid operations, you're gonna you're going to find out where the money's going and hopefully it's gonna go into your pocket, right? But it, most business owners, we just think sales and revenue. and there's so much more to business than sales and revenue. but that's where we start, right? And yeah, you could go to school and learn all this stuff, but why when there's somebody like Alejandra and her team who can, Work in tandem with you to really keep you focused on what you do best. Right? Is is that kind of the relationship? Talk about the dynamics of the relationships you have. Um, you've got a, a, a fascinating pricing model on things that's different than many. And just kind of talk about what's it look like? What's it feel like to to for somebody to engage with you from the very beginning through kind of some onboarding? What what's the feel that you have versus uh, meaning you're not a you're not a vendor. You're more of a partner with that company.
1: Uh, yeah, we do have a partnership relationship, but you did touch on something very important, which is how we see a business. And I feel like there's a lot of education that needs to happen there uh, for business owners is because we see a business like, yeah, like you said, I'm gonna make money, you know, I'm gonna have the nice lifestyle. But a business is, is the fountain of wealth for a lot, 90% of business owners rely on a business for wealth long-term. Because there is no 401k most of the time, there is no more, there's no investment outside, right, most of the times, So you rely a lot on your business wealth to create a life once you're done with that business that you can sustain. Uh, so that's something that I am, you know, trying to educate a lot of business owners from a very, very young generation to take the business and just look at it as something that is so potential big. Like when you retire, you can exit this business if you're ready for that and you can be a millionaire. A big, nice chunk of money can come into your pocket that can give you the life that you want. But yes, because of that, we do have a relationship, partnership with my clients, with everybody, um, all of our stakeholders. We we are on demand on the phone. I would say, you know, clients share with me notes. You know, it's not really, we do have fixed price modeling. I do, you know, put in those fixed price modeling, the attention that I give to my clients. And because of that, they can meet up with me if I have availability, they can send an email or, you know, so most of them don't even send emails. They just text me or call me because they know I'm available. Um, I go to their homes, um, they come to my home office sometimes, you know, um, they meet my team, we go out for lunch. We are very it's uh, partnership, very partner relationship agency. And because of that, I don't take a lot of clients. I can only take a few clients with my team because we're not a big team that we can serve well. So I'm very, very selective on who I can take on. If it's a project that I'm very excited about or I see the client that has a lot of potential, that will be, you know, we, we will definitely onboard that client. But if we don't have the capability, then that's something that we're not looking for.
0: Yeah. And that's great. And I hope everybody just heard that and if you if you said heard what stop and rewind about 3 or 4 minutes and just re-listen to what she just said because it's so good because you've put thought around your business you're not chasing revenue for revenue's sake and you know that it's okay to tell probably you probably tell more people no than you do yes as you are working with them and that's phenomenal that's exactly how we need to be operating a business. And I think too many business owners chase everything because they're struggling because they don't know where the money is, right?
1: <laughs> or they don't know exactly what their like their niche market is at, right? They don't know if they should be going for product differentiation or if they should just, that's a big problem. An entrepreneur wants to do so many things, but they're not doing a lot, what they need to be doing.
0: That's right, yeah. And it's much better to focus on less Because you will gain a whole lot more when you have the right systems, infrastructure, operations, strategy behind you. And it's just something that business owners and entrepreneurs don't don't have a lot of skill set in because they don't have the education that you have. They don't have the background that you have. We have great ideas, and we've got energy and passion. We can go talk to people, but it's the rest of the business that's going to really make it a wealth-building entity for years. That's, That's where the magic happens is behind the scenes.
1: That's where the magic is with businesses. You know, I mean, look at the big Donald Trump, you know, like they, they, there is a lot of wealth happening in a business. If people don't take advantage of that. They just say this is the money making machine for a period of time. But in reality, it's your wealth. Being a business owner, you pack a lot of
0: wealth, you pack a lot of risk, you pack a lot of stress. Yep. So you should have a lot of wealth. Absolutely. 100 <laughs> percent. Preach it, girl. Um the uh and and i look at our business as as the the financial engine for our family for generations right so i've got a 200 year vision for my company and we're building it that way so it's not only part of my retirement but it's i'm handing it off to my children my grandchildren i that and not everybody has to do that it's but you need a vision of some nature and I, I know Alejandra can help you start down that path.
1: One hundred percent. Like, like I said, when you said when I mean exiting business doesn't mean that you're selling your business, right? Exiting means many different ways. You yes. can give it to your employees. You can give it to your family. You can give it to a strategic uh, competitor or a financial institution or a private. It doesn't matter you're just, you're not going to work forever. That's the reality of life. I mean, I hope you don't work forever. You enjoy your life, right? So you have to see your business as like, what is my next step? And whatever it is, the next step, we can help you get there, but with the intention of creating a valuable business from the very beginning. Like that's the intention. No matter else where it goes, it goes to employees or family or the whole set of like having a valuable business is a business
0: strategy. It is, it's fascinating. I love this. I'm gonna make it a connection and I don't know if it's good or not, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Um, because the business is not the end goal. The business is the the, the engine. So in, in um, your company, Startup Tandem, right? The bicycle logo is great, but that's not the, if you own a bicycle, that's not the end goal. It's where am I going? I'm going to the beach, I'm going to the store. That's what your business should be doing is taking you somewhere, and so many times, business owners are running with flat tires or broken chains on their bicycle because they just don't know. And I think Alejandra's the person who can really help you see better.
1: And you know, it's not only uh, you don't need somebody like me 100% of the time, right? Like uh, 40 hours a week. And that wouldn't be money well spent, to be quite honest. Um, just to tell you that, but you definitely need a set of eyes that can look over things with your operations and see the strategy where you're heading it and understand how you're measuring the strategy and understand where does it fit on your five-year goals, personal and business-wise and help you get to there. It doesn't have to be every month. It doesn't have to be every week, but it can be, you know, as much as you can afford it to get you to where you need to be.
0: Right. Yeah. And that's great. It's very, it's flexible. And there, there are just so many ways that you can help business owners and entrepreneurs start up company, grow your company, exit your company. Just what are you struggling with? Go and, and have the conversation. So if if somebody's listening to this, Alejandra, and their 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 interest is now peaked, they've gone back and listened to it two or three times. Where where should they go to take that next step to to Learn more about you, your company, and and what the pathway forward. Where do they go find you?
1: Yeah, so the website is right now being refreshed. So I would just send them to my LinkedIn. I mean, I'm very approachable. You can send me a message or you can send me an email. Um, But uh, depending on where you are with your business, right, if you're a business owner that is um, struggling with the economy or struggling keeping revenue cash in your pockets, um, that's something that I really, will, that's, I'm very passionate about that. Uh, I feel like it's kind of like a business builder, business makeover, I call it project. Um, and we, there's different steps, right? I would like to see where your value stands with your business, what your relationships are with your stakeholders. And then from there, understand the risk and the value, identify the value that you have right now. And from there, create a process flow that, you know, works for the business owner. If you're starting a business, that's a whole different dynamic. Um, just because, you know, you have to, I want to know if it's a software product or we are basically an e-commerce, consumer product goods or softwares, even though we're very industry agnostic, those are the these industries that I really, really like and we shine more. Um, so if you're starting a product and you want to see what's best uh, to do in terms of going to market, definitely reach out because there's a lot of misconceptions when you start an SCPG company that you should be on target, that you should be on Costco, that you should. And I just, I've seen so many companies go bankrupt by having the wrong go to market strategy.
0: Yeah. That's so good. Okay, so what we're going to do is we're going to make sure that your LinkedIn um, profile and everything is in the show notes because my audience are entrepreneurs. They're busy. They're taking care of stuff. They're probably wondering. They're probably sitting in their chair going, I don't know where the money is. Um, But they're going to connect with you on LinkedIn and hopefully have that conversation and see how Alejandra and, and her company, Startup Tandem, could actually help you build this wealth machine called a business. Enjoy life. Find out where the money's going, but really build some strategy and some uh, operational muscles, as I put it, to build that business. So, Alejandra, thank you for being my guest today.
1: Thank you so much for the amazing questions, Michael. Really you, appreciate
0: it. Well, you are welcome. Thanks for being uh, a great listener of Expert Speak. I look forward to uh, you being back next week when we have another great guest. God bless. Thanks for listening to Experts Speak with Michael DeLonge. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.